Here at the Downer Law Firm, we have over 40 years of experience handling personal injury claims such as car accidents, truck accidents, workers' compensation, even wrongful death. So if you're injured, give us a call. We've got you covered. Hey there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the 704 High School Highlight Podcast. My name is Jeff Taylor. I'm the sports director at Bayhackle Sports. This podcast, of course, is a part of Bayhackle Sports. And today we have a very special guest, Will Shipley, running back from Clemson. Junior year, getting ready to start. Thanks for your time. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me on. So let's start at the beginning. When did you start playing football, and really, what did you love about it? Yeah, um, you know, I, I started, I think we uh, were talking about it on the way over here, so when I was seven years old was the first year I was allowed to. Um, but, you know, I was out there with, with my dad, uh, you know, as, uh, at three years old, you know, just uh, just watching him coach and, um, you know, being a part of the, the environment. So we fell in love really quickly with it and uh, started seven years old and have, have played ever since. And, and, you know, one thing that I really love about it is um, just that, you know, the work that you put in is what you get out of it. And I think that uh, pertains to a, a lot of things in life um, and you know it's something that has helped me with my success you know in football um, as well as life so it's, that's what I love about it. So did you play Pop Warner? Yes yeah yeah I played Pop Warner um, you know started off with my, my brother and, and my dad as my coach uh, second year kind of got stranded from them um, it went on my own path really enjoyed that though as well um, and yeah just haven't haven't stopped you know Got to play middle school, high school ball, loved all of it, and you know, I've just been blessed to be able to play uh, play at the college level as well. When you were younger, were there other sports that you played, or did you really kind of just fall in love with football and go, I want to go that route? Yeah, um, no, that was never my, my mindset, and you know, I think that that's uh, something that all kids really need to, to get out of their head is you know, specializing early on. You, know, you should play as many sports as you possibly can. I know for me, um, you know, I tried baseball, which I, I ended up hating, but I tried it. Right? <laughs> I didn't like it either. Exactly. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a great sport, but exactly, yeah. Um, you know, so I I actually started playing lacrosse earlier than I played football um, because I, I wasn't allowed to play when I was six years old, and I really really wanted to. Um, so my parents got me into lacrosse. You know, another physical contact sport that allowed me to hit somebody, um, and you know, played that all the way uh, throughout my junior year of high school. Uh, ran track in high school as well, but I was always running, um, you know, training on the track, doing things like that. So, yeah, you know, I would say my, my three biggest sports um, were football, lacrosse, and track. Let's talk a little bit about your high school experience. I know for myself, high school football, there's just this energy. There's just this excitement about it. What was your high school experience like? Yeah, you know, like you said, it's, it's, uh, it was a dream for me to, you know, play for my high school. You know, I went um, to, to Weddington. Uh, K through 12. So, you know, growing up, that's that's what I wanted to do. You know, going to watch those high school football games and lacrosse games. Um, but it was unbelievable. Uh, you know, like you said, the excitement around it and and the camaraderie that you have with your your teammates. Because you know, not only are they your teammates, but you're also uh, with them at school for seven hours a day, right. and you know, <laughs> hanging out with them outside of the field. So you just create you know a different bond. Um, and then, you know, I was so blessed um, in football to have, you know, Coach Capone with me, Coach Carson my freshman year, but Coach Capone um, in sophomore year and on. And, you know, that was just unbelievable, the, the connection that I had with him. And uh, it, it made it, you know, just that much more enjoyable for me. 
Um, I was going to ask you if there was in from from you know your Pop Warner days all the way to high school. Was there a particular coach that had the most impact? And you mentioned Coach Capone. Was that? Yeah, that's definitely the first one that comes to mind. Um, you know, just uh, not only his willingness to help me grow as a football player, but also um, as a man, you know, off the field and just teaching teaching us the right values um, as a program. Um, you know, he emphasized the weight room so much. And, you know, I always kind of wondered, you know, why? Why is he doing it so much more than all the other programs? But you, you learn so much uh, through the weight room. And not only that, but, you know, I, I put on 20 pounds, right. you know, from my freshman to my uh, sophomore year. And, uh, you know, that was a huge reason in, in you know, my success and my development. Um, and, you know, like I said, you just learn so many things in that weight room. And it's, it was his, his number one priority was that. So, yeah, um, you know, he, he helped me grow so much on the field and off. I had a chance to talk to him a couple times this year. And, yeah, I could, and went out to a couple practices mm -hmm. and just saw the way he did things and the expectations he has. So, uh, yeah, he's building a great program. He's built a great program. And I know it's going to continue to grow. So let me ask you this. Was there a moment in football, whether it was middle school, high school, or whatever, where you kind of went, okay, I can take this to the next level? Was there just this kind of aha moment where you're like, okay, there's something beyond high school for me? Yeah, um, and I would say the first time I really recognized it was my eighth grade year, going into my eighth grade year. Um, you know, we had football tryouts in July. Uh, so I was at those and one of our coaches, he's a former, former NFL player, played at the college level. Um, you know, I was running through, did, we did all the combine events, you know, the 40 and, and all that stuff. And I was doing the five ten five, um, and you know, I'm guessing I ran a pretty good time cause he, he came over to me after and just asked me, you know, where do you want to go play college ball at? And. Uh, it had never really struck me before like that I was going to be able to go to the next level. Um, and I kind of said to him, you know, I would love to go play at Oregon. You know, it's my, my right. dream growing up. was right. going to go play at Oregon and uh, wear those jerseys, be the next, you know, LaMichael James. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, when he asked me that question, um, you know, and I, I said to Oregon, he said, you know, you're going to be able to go play anywhere you want in the country. Um, and. I think from that moment on, you know, my confidence and my belief um, definitely increased. Uh, but, you know, still didn't have the the full confidence that I needed, you know, until I got that, that first offer from Duke um, going into my sophomore year. That's when I kind of, um, you know, knew that it was reality and, and that I could take, a, you know, the next step and, and um, you know, make that dream come true. So you say you get your first offer as a sophomore from Duke and then offers started to kind of, you know, I guess pouring and stuff like that. How do you keep level headed? How do you kind of keep, you know, the, what's what I'm looking for? I, I guess being humble mm -hmm. and realizing that, you know what, I mean, some people could get that and go in their head, explode and stuff like that, but just keeping that, that humble. Yeah, no doubt. Um, you know, the recruiting process is crazy and especially when uh, you get an influx of offers, you know, as, as I did through my process and, um, as the top prospects do in each class, um, I think it's just so important for me to have a, a support system. Um, you know, it starts off with God and, you know, always just giving all the glory back to him and, and realizing that I wouldn't have the opportunities without him. Um, and then, you know, having great parents, you know, my mom and my dad, always keeping me in place and, um, you know, always just 
making sure that I keep my priorities straight and, and that I'm headed in the right direction. Um, and then, you know, another big piece was my older brother, you know, being two years older than me, um, plays across at, at, you know, University of Pennsylvania. So when I was getting these offers, he had already committed. Right. Um, and I'd kind of seen him go through the recruiting process, obviously lower scale than, than football. Um, but still, you know, just being able to see him and, you know, him kind of trailblazing for me and just, just being able to follow his path um, was, was huge for me. And, you know, I think a little God wink in, in terms of humility, you know, that's, that's the conversation that I had with Coach Cutcliffe when he offered me, um, you know, for my first offer at, at Duke University. Um, you know, he just uh, looked at me and was like, you never want to get too big for your britches. Right. right, right, no, yeah, yeah. So he just he started. Sounds it like off. some Coach Cutcliffe would say. Yeah, um, you know what? One of the best coaches, one of the best relationships I had throughout my recruiting process. But just for it all to start off with him saying that, you know, it's something that I'll never forget, um, and something that my my grandmother, my nanny, never lets me forget. So <laughs> she keeps in check. Right? Exactly. Got it. Cool. Well, that my next question was going to be, what role did family play? So you answered that. Um, how cool was the whole recruiting process, though? I mean, to have these coaches reach out, coaches that you've you know, heard about, seen on television, and now they're talking to you. How, how cool was that process? Yeah, you know, it was unbelievable. Um, you know, as I said, it, it was a dream come true for me. Um, and, and I think that's one of the toughest parts is to realize, you know, that, that not only are you getting recruited, but you actually have to go play at the next level right. now, right? So throughout the recruiting process, it's um, – it's a it's a it's a process <laughs> you know there's no doubt uh but being able to uh meet these coaches that that I've seen being able to you know talk to Nick Saban and Dabo Sweeney you know over the phone uh was was just awesome for me um and really just being able to go to you know some of the best you know, college sporting events in history being able to go to the Alabama versus LSU game right. you know where um Joe Burrow beats Alabama um, for one of the first times, and yeah, it's just such an incredible experience. I could I could go down the list of all the great times that my family and I had, uh, but you know, glad I ended up at Clemson, no doubt. So, for the kids out there who are going through all this right now, what would you tell them about the recruiting process? How would you kind of like? I guess there's there's good and bad to it. Um, what would you say to the kids who are going through it right now? Maybe if there was one piece of advice you would give them. Yeah, yeah, I would say, um, you know, take the, the road less traveled. I think, uh, you know, kids nowadays, they they want to fit into a category and um, do the norm. You know, I know for me it was, oh, you have to go to a private school to get recruited. And you have to go to these schools that are, you know, ultra successful. And, and that's what Weddington has become is, is one of those schools. But, um, you know, just doing it doing it your own way and, and you know, carving your own path, not allowing all the outside noise and, you know, um, outside factors get into your head. Just if you're good enough, they'll find you. And um, being able to go out there and just stay committed to that, stay, staying true to yourself is, is one of the biggest reasons that I think I've had success. How many schools were you recruited by? How many offers did you get? Yeah, um, we – <laughs> so, <track>. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> to try to try to sign up. I, I'm uh, a little over thirty offers. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. So, why Clemson? What 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 was the final kind of you know? 
what helped you there make that yeah. decision? Um, you know, as we started to, to narrow it down and we actually created like a Excel spreadsheet of, you know, all the things that were important to my family and I, um, you know, obviously the play on the field, the ability uh, to, you know, use it as um, getting to the NFL, um, but also having success and, and a great time while I'm there, the academic portion of it, you know, just everything that went into it. Um, you know, we narrowed it down to, you know, three, four, five schools that I really wanted to go to and really thought I could be successful at. And, you know, Clemson was one of those five. Um, and then that's when I think it just comes down to the, the feel and, um, right. you know, kind of just how, how God's directing you. And, you know, that's, that's what he, he did. He, uh, he led me right to Clemson and couldn't have been a better decision for my family and I. So we, we talked about it before we got started here and I told you my oldest went to the other Carolina school, yeah. South Carolina. And so there's that kind of rivalry or whatever. And I always, you know, we talk about Dabo and South Carolina people. We'll make fun of them and stuff like that or whatever. But when they played in the ACC championship game here this year, mm -hmm. right? Um, and I remember, like, going to the press conference um, with Mac and Dabo. And I remember Dabo got his opportunity to, to talk to the media. And I remember there was this moment where, like, every time somebody would ask a question, he would answer it with, by starting with their first name. And there was this eye contact. And I just walked out of there going, man, I would run through a brick wall for this guy just because there was just this, this presence about him. And it was just, it was just so cool. It, I, he must just be somebody great to play for. Yeah. Um, no, no question. And you know, the, the guy that you see at the ACC interviews is the guy that we get every single day. Right. You know, there's, there's no, um, indifference in how he, he treats y'all and how he treats us. Um, I'm sure he might be a little harder on us. <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit, you think? <laughs> yeah, just a little bit. No, but he, I mean, he gets in front of us every day and, um, you know, that's something that I think is, is taken for granted sometimes, but he gets in front of us every day before we go out to the, the practice field and always gives us a little message. Um, you know, I think, you know, he could, he could give a whole semester's worth of teaching and, uh, and leadership and, and how to do it the right way. Right. Um, you know, he's somebody that's just a role model for so many people, um, you know, in our country and even in the world. Um, you know, that's why Clemson's got such a big following is uh, because not only is he someone you want to play for, but he's someone you want to follow. Right. Um, and, you know, for me, I've been just so blessed to, to be able to uh, be under him and be able to learn from him. Yeah, it was just, it, I was, I, 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 the guy was great. I yeah. was just, I was so impressed by him and just his, um, there was just this genuine part that I maybe hadn't had a chance to see. So that was so cool. Mm -hmm. So awesome. So high school football in Charlotte uh, over the last few years really is, I mean, it's competitive. Talk about high school football in Charlotte a little bit and what you've seen, even since you've left. Yeah, you know, I, I love it. I think, um, you know, it, it flies under the radar in terms of you know, around the country. You know, you always hear right. Texas, Georgia, California. Um, but North Carolina and Charlotte in particular um, produces some really great athletes. Um, you know, I think, you know, Union County, which is where I played, you know, Charlotte Mech, all, all of them. Uh, just, you know, the ability to not only produce these athletes at the high school level, but then to see them succeed and be ready to go at the college level. Um, you know, countless names in terms of, you know, Sam Howell, um, you know, right. myself, uh, Gavin Blackwell. I mean, there's so many just throughout Union County, and, and I could get into the Charlotte Mech, but you know, I didn't play there. Um, and uh, I think that's what, what Charlotte High School football is doing. 
is preparing you for the next level um, while still making sure that everybody who doesn't get that chance has um, a great time and um, you know maximizes the the time that they do have so yeah you know, I love Charlotte and, and where it's going and, and like you said it's getting more and more competitive um, you know as the years go on I know Weddington has has just blown up you got you oh, know, no. kids wanting to to go to Weddington and win right. a state title and, and you know that's what uh, these programs are now is you know, you, you want to win a state title, um, and, and there's a lot of them that can do it. So it's it's getting real competitive. You you love to see it. Yeah, I said Charlotte Meg, but yeah, Union County, Iredell, the triad. I mean, the triangle up, up, you know, in Raleigh and stuff like that. Yeah. It's, it's definitely kind of uh, blown up and over the last couple of years. So let me ask you this a couple of questions, if you don't mind. And I had uh, Erica Turner on last week, and she's the executive director for uh, CMS. Mm-hmm. Over the last couple of weeks, especially last week, uh, we had the whole NIL deal um and i just your thoughts on it if you don't mind talking about it i know that it's you know people on both sides um and for me you know i i kind of i don't like it somewhat because especially for the high school kids the college i get a little bit more but just your thoughts on the nil deal and and what it maybe means you know not only for college kids but for high school kids and and how do you you know how do you walk that line yeah, you know, in, in terms of college, I'm I'm a heavy advocate for it. You know, I think that um, there's so many positives, and um, you know, you, you see the negatives because that's what gets views, right? And, you know, that's what uh, the, sure. the, the press pushes sure. out. Um, but it's given me the ability to um, not only use my platform but to to give back, right. and uh, you know, that's something that you know I believe God put me on this earth to do is to use my platform to to give back, and you know, whether that's uh, monetary or giving back to the next generation with advice and my knowledge that I've gained, um, you know, it's, it's allowed me to do that. So I'm a huge advocate for it at the college level. Um, you know, I think when you get to the high school level, it's, it's complicated because, you know, like you said, you, you've got kids who have the ability to go to the college level and are being heavily recruited, but then you've also got the kids who are just doing it for fun right. and, and, uh, the ones who aren't going to get that opportunity. So, um, yeah, there's, there's definitely, uh, you know, a little bit of cl- it's cloudy when once you get to the high school level. I, I think you can look at it, you know, two different ways. And you know, there's definitely some positives, but you know, I think there there may be more negatives. And you start to um, take away the love of the game for a lot of the kids. And um, you know, if you've earned the right to play at the next level and and move on to be a collegiate athlete. Uh, that's one of the the positives of doing it sure. is that you know being able to profit off of your name image name image and likeness, um, but yeah, I think it, it can go either ways and and it can definitely help them out at the high school level and it can be positive like like I've used it and to be able to give back and um, do it. But I think there's uh, maybe just a, a little too many negatives out there um, that that could outweigh the positives. Right, and I agree with you there. The, mm-hmm. the college wise, yeah, high school that's where I kind of I struggle with that a little. Yeah, bit. No, uh, I agree. And, and you you get. Families and kids who maybe don't know what to do with the money when they get it, and you know, uh, but but I guess we'll see what yeah, happens over no, the next I couple. Mean, it's gotten it's, a little crazy, but it's caused me to, to have to grow up in, in terms of right. You know, I, sure, I, no, I got to pay taxes now, right. and you know, I've I've got to uh, you know talk with my parents about where I'm going to allocate the the financial stuff, right. um, and you know, it just it makes you have to mature at a lot uh, quicker level than you you may want to, so. Um, I know I, I definitely would not have enjoyed it in high school as much as I have in college. For me, it's a little bit of uh, taken away from the purity of the high school level, if that makes Agreed. sense. To yeah. me, high school football is just, just the love of the game. Pure, right, yeah. exactly. Uh, and just being out there on Friday nights. Right. 
Um, and that's, that's where I struggle. Mm -hmm. um, last question for you in terms of maybe something a little controversial. So then you've got the transfer portal. Mm -hmm. um, another thing that I just, I don't like, but I get it. Um, just your, your thoughts on that. Because to me, there's, there's kids in high school who maybe are getting opportunities taken away because of the portal. Mm -hmm. I don't know how you feel about it. I just wanted to get your thoughts. Yeah, you know, it's a, it's a tough situation. Um, a, a lot like NIL, you know, there's positives and negatives. Um, and I think the, the influx of, you know, portal members that you're seeing has a lot to do with the, the extra eligibility um, with COVID. Right. And, and, I, yeah, know, I agree. It, it right. does. It, it stinks. But I think that we'll see, a, you know, it downscale a little bit um, in, in terms of people that enter. Um, but I, I think, you know, for guys like, um, familiar, you know, off the top of my head, like DJ, you know, who, who right. transferred out of Clemson right. to go to Oregon state. I think it's great for, for people like that. He put in the work, he, right. he finished his degree at Clemson right. and he just wanted to try something new, you know, get a fresh start. Sure. So it's great. But when you're entering the transfer portal for the main reason of not being able to win a job right. or, you know, having to. Wait, you're I'm not getting my year. way. Yeah, right. exactly. You know, I think uh, or if a coach just, leaves. It, yeah, I mean, I think if a coach were to leave who recruited me, and all of a sudden that coach is no longer there, you know, I, maybe it's that's you know, yeah, yeah. Th there's great reasons to enter the transfer portal, and I think it's um, it's an outlet that is really good for some people. But you know, there's majority of people in the portal now. Uh, I think they, um, you know, just don't have the the best knowledge being put into their ears, and it's it's tough for them to make a great decision for themselves. Right. And um, for a lot of them, if they would have waited it out and, uh, you know, seen themselves 10 years from now, I think they would have probably decided to stay where they're at. And um, I know something Coach Sweeney says all the time is um, that the, the grass is greener where you water it. <laughs> it's, it's not always greener <laughs> wow, on the other I side. I like that. Yeah, it's, it's greener where you water that. it. So, wow. um, you know, just, you know, the, the time and the effort that you put in is what you're going to get out of it. And right. for some people, it comes quicker, like myself, you know, being able to play my freshman year. And for some people, right. it comes junior, senior year. But, you know, it, when you it, water, it comes. Exactly. Right. Exactly. No, exactly. wow. I, well, I go back to like, I wasn't a big fan of it, but then, like, you know, I go back, and I don't know if you ever saw when Deion Sanders talked to the kids at Colorado. And he walked in and said, I'm bringing my dogs with me. Mm -hmm. I mean, if I'm a player there, I'm going, wait, what? <laughs> what does that mean? What? Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then I see them going, okay, I'm going to go up. I mean, that I get. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's it's a, it's just it's, it's a fine line to walk. And there, like you said, there's good and bad on both of it. Yeah. But I love your perspective. Thanks. So, um, when do you head back, and how excited are you? for this upcoming season with Clemson, and how good can this team be? Yeah, you know, I'm super pumped. Uh, just just finished up uh, my my semester last week, so that was good. Breathe for a couple days? Yes, exactly. A <laughs> couple of days is right. You know, I start, start summer school May 15th, um, and, you know, player-led workouts follow right after that. So um, get back on campus pretty quick here. Uh, enjoying my time in Charlotte while I can with my family and uh, getting to see my older brother coming back on you know, Thursday for a little bit, so spend some time with them. Um, but, you know, in terms of, you know, this team, uh, you know, <laughs> I just think it's Michael Jordan, you know, the ceiling is the roof. Right. <laughs> Michael Jordan quote. Best comment ever. Exactly. No, but, you know, we, we've got a really high ceiling. And, um, you know, but, but we've also had that in the past, so right. we've got to take advantage of our opportunities. And you know, we've got the athletes and the, the playmakers um, and, you know, the offensive coordinator now to really be explosive, you know, on the offensive side of the ball and, and put up some really great numbers, make it a little bit easier on that, that defense, you know, on the other side of the ball. 
um, you know, keep them off the field a little more or just uh, give them a little more leeway is, is what I'm trying to say. And, uh, yeah, we've got all the pieces in place. You know, we've got the, the leader, the leaders, um, you know, from within to, to really go the distance. And, you know, there's, there's no doubt about that. But uh, we just got to take advantage of the opportunities and, you know, make the most of the time that we have. One final question for you. Yep. Is there a moment or has there been a moment or have it's been decided Sundays in the fall a couple years from now? Is that the goal? Yeah, that's the goal. You know, that's, that's been my goal. Um, shoot, ever since I started playing at six or seven years old, that's, that's what I want to do. Um, but, you know, it's all on God's timing. Right. So, you know, whether that happens this year or next year, um, you know, is, is really all on him. You know, I'm just uh, along for the ride and, and enjoying it. You know, I, I love Clemson University and what it's, what it's given me. But, yeah, being able to play on Sundays and, you know, cement myself as, as one of the greats is, uh, you know, a goal that I've had for, for a while now. Put you on the spot one final question. Yep. Is there a team you'd want to play for? Has there been one team when you were growing up as a kid that go, hey, is it the one right across, <laughs> yeah. right down the street there? Or is there a team you really kind of just always grew up loving or something? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know, the, all the advice I've gotten in terms of media is to never answer this question. <laughs> so, exactly. I'm, I'm, I'm going to steer away. Um, no, but, you know, I, I would love. Uh, Just the opportunity. Yeah, I'd, I'd love yeah. to be homegrown. You know, I'd, oh, no. I'd, I'd love to be in Charlotte. There's no doubt about that. I, I think I could say that. Um, you know, that's it's also been a dream of mine is to, to play for the Panthers and, uh, you know, be, be where I grew up. Right. Um, yeah, but, you know, anywhere where there's a low state tax and, uh, you know, you can go enjoy it. Just a great organization where. But where God leads you. Exactly. I get it. Yes, sir. I yep. get it. Understood. Well, Shipley, thanks for your time, man. Best yes, of luck this upcoming season and best of luck in the future. Heck yeah. I agree. You so appreciate much. your time. Yeah, it was great. So that is it for another episode of the 704 High School Highlight Podcast. We want to thank you for watching this entire show and make sure that you subscribe to uh, wherever you watch your podcast or listen to it. Make sure you subscribe, like, comment. We love to interact with you guys. And until next time, have a great week, and we'll see you next time on the 704 High School Highlight Podcast. Here at the Downer Law Firm, we have over 40 years of experience handling personal injury claims such as car accidents, truck accidents, workers' compensation, even wrongful death. So if you're injured, give us a call. We've got you covered.